just just fucking do it live. Listen. Just eat salad and we'll talk about salad. Feel. It's good for you. So, Danny, how do lesbians eat salad differently than shrimp? Well. I'm very curious about this. Lesbians are really good about salads. So basically, lesbians, because we're lesbians, we have kind of a different mouth and like taste palate kind of thing. Scientifically, you have a whole different mouth. Yeah, basically. Like like a a second mouth. Genetic engineering kind of thing. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah, all lesbians are genetically modified, really. Oh my god, that explains so much of Trump's rhetoric. I really understand all of it now. <laughs> wow. Uh, that right. just made so much sense for me. Uh, all right, well, with that, we come into our Pixel Raider LAN Party podcast. Uh, what this episode is, is this? This is episode 18. I'm this is the one where we can legally buy or partake in... Pornography. And, and we can vote. Thank the Lord we can vote. And get murderized at war. So, yeah, so... Um, but we so can't drink. I, I'm going to go ahead and propose that we're not going to address, and in me saying that we're not going to address, address the fact that we haven't podcasted in three fucking weeks. It's almost been a month, guys, but it Everything's hasn't quite fine. been a month. This is the one that happened right after the last one. We're going to go through it. Everything yeah. is good. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Talking about. There, was no... right. there was no weird gap in time where everyone just did their own thing and forgot about right. the fact that we had a sweet-ass podcast. No. Yeah, there, was, there was no hiatus at all, guys. Not no. at all. And you guys I'm probably so, imagined it. I'm so glad that That's everyone agreed with us in this. So we're going to... We're gonna um, we're gonna talk about some really cool stuff today. Actually, I'm really excited about today's podcast because it's literally all that I have been able to be doing. Yeah, um, for real. Like, with literally. the exception of like four other games because I have a problem. But um, <laughs> we're gonna talk about all sorts of stuff today. Um, but why don't we start with what y'all have been playing? So since we last met, which was definitely last week and not three weeks ago, what have you guys been playing? I'll go first because Danny yeah. uh, is. Yeah. Eating her salad in her. Oh, I'm done food. eating salad now. Lesbianic, okay. lesbianic. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> anyway, uh, what have I been playing? <laughs> well, I finished Steamworld Heist totally last week and not before then. Right. Um, great, 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 great game. Um, I actually picked up XCOM, the port for PS Vita. The first one or the second one? The first one. The second one, there's no way in hell that would run on PS Vita because the first one doesn't run that well. Tell me about um, it. Seven bucks, uh, and I really like it. I like the strategy. I really dig the... Why do you have sunglasses on? Why are you asking weird questions? Tell me about the game. This is, this is, weird. This is weird for you to take a weird left turn in the middle of this conversation to ask about irrelevant facts. Just tell me about the game. Yeah, what are you talking about, Antonio? Yeah, Antonio. Antonio, what's, what's wrong? Come on, man. <laughs> I need you to focus on you uh, your games on. here, man. Anyway, all right. So, um, I hate you. Uh, anyway, I really like the strategy aspect to it, and I like the uh, third-person view during the combat. I think that's pretty unique and pretty cool. Uh, it's kind of a difficult game, and you can easily screw yourself over. You are not Batman. You can easily <laughs> screw yourself over... 
And Danny is now a fern. Yeah, I'm just uh, camouflaged. Please continue. <laughs> you can screw yourself over how? How come? What can you do? Is it similar to the first game in that you lose... It, it is the first game. Easily? It's the, it's oh, the first, I thought you were playing the first game. game. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So tell me about it. Yes. Now, see, Will, if you would not have been... Batman and wearing shades like a bamf. Yeah, if you were being a, a douche, uh, you would have uh, actually been listening. Sustained. You have, uh, you <laughs> anyway, uh, so I've been playing XCOM. It's a pretty cool game. Um, definitely check it out. It, it came out on PS3 and Xbox 360, apparently, which I did not know. Yep. Uh, it's also on Steam and the Vita port and the iOS port, which is probably better than the Vita port. So It's pretty I'll good. I'd probably pick it up on iOS before I would pick it up on Vita. I will admit that playing it on iOS has been really nice, especially on an iPad, um, if only can, for the sake of you can do tilt shifting with your hand, like instead of having to zoom out or click a button to bring you up multiple levels, you just pinch and zoom and roll. It's a lot tighter. That is that is one game where I can tell the user interface and the gameplay itself would lend itself really well to strictly multi-touch. Yeah. Mm. Um, I also I was playing Subnautica. Uh, in case you didn't know, Will, they just emailed me. The big Xbox update for Subnautica came out today. Oh, that's what I'm gonna do right after this. Um, <laughs> except wait, no. But first, I'm gonna watch the Great British Baking Show because it's so dope. And then, and then I'm gonna play Subnautica, the new update. Uh, I was also playing. So I was also playing Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. A lot of fun. Really good on PS4. Really good on Vita. Is it actually um, good, or is it like I'm a big no, it's, fan it, of the... No, it's actually good. It's one of LEGO's best games. Um, all right, all right. And it's a really good Star Wars game. They added some cool stuff in there. Uh, and then one night I was browsing through the one of the flash sales Sony had, and I picked up a game called The Talos Principle. And that's yeah, I heard about it. It's like Portal meets The Witness. It's really um, good. A lot of... Well, okay, not the witness as far as the excruciatingly difficult puzzles, but more like the overall exploration. Right. It's really good. Okay. You like so you you would recommend it? How much is that going for? Uh, I believe it's on it's... sale on PSN right now. I got it for like twelve or fourteen. Yeah. Is that I mean, a Steam Steam title as well? Yes. It came out on Steam like in two thousand fourteen. Oh, okay. And then it, so came, not... it came out. It came to console December twenty fifteen. Um, I, if you're interested, like I would check out a trailer and grab it soon because I don't think the sale's going to be long, and it's like a forty dollar game. Honestly, though, I think it's worth forty dollars. But who would, you know, who wouldn't want to save some money and pick it up for like twelve? Yeah, it's so, true. Yeah, that's yeah. Th- those are the games I've been playing, along with one that we will talk about later. Danny, yeah, yeah. Danny. Um. <laughs> I have been playing so much Overwatch, it's probably a crime at this point. Dude, yes. I've been playing so much and playing a lot of competitive, um, which which has been really fun. There's, like, a couple things that I don't like about it. Like, there have been a couple instances where I've ended up being, like, the only person left in my squad against six other people, and then when I lose, I still lose, like, the entire full amount of what the entire team would have lost. That sucks. In, in I heard, terms I heard of, they're... like, your rating system. Um, oh, that's kind of annoying. Which, like, I stay in the game because I want to get the experience at the end of the game. Because, like, I don't want to leave, like... That you, you still know, take a huge like, hit. 
And, yeah, my rating takes a huge hit, but, like, at least, like, reward me for, like, sticking in when, like, literally the other five people on my team left. Like, I don't mean, like, reward as in, like, give me something. I mean, like, don't punish me for staying. Right. Like, 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 it's actually in your best interest to dip out of the game instead of actually taking well, the you know, still you would still lose the same amount of rating. Like, it would still count as a loss. Um, yeah. But um, if you left, you wouldn't get the experience towards, like, your level up towards, like, loot boxes, right. not towards your rating. But, like, there's no, there's no curve system for, like, oh, you lost a player in the middle of the game, and so when you lose, you're gonna not going to lose as much on your, um, on your placement for your ranking. So there's not, there's not a system like that in place. So, like, if, you, if a whole b- bunch of people bounce and it's not your fault, you'll st- you're still going to lose just as much as if you lost and everyone was in there still. Would you say that, because I haven't actually started playing competitive yet in Overwatch, I really love the quick matches and the Brawl of the Weeks. Yeah. Um, would you say it's close to something like Temple of Osiris in Destiny in that you've got like three on three and as you get knocked out, like is it no, that it kind of plays, system? No, it plays exactly like the normal game types. Uh-huh. Except there are usually more rounds. Um, there's a sudden death feature, and sorry. Wow, Danny, shouldn't have had that that burrito this afternoon. <laughs> oh, that's your pull. <laughs> no, um, that wrecked me earlier too. Ask what I know. I know it did. I was there. <laughs> I experienced it. Well, he didn't experience it first. I didn't experience, but I I sensed a disturbance in the folds. But um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but with the competitive matches, it's basically the same game types. So like you'll you'll come in and it'll be either like you're all trying to attack one point and capture it like the, the normal one. Um, but for that, it's best of five. So when okay. you win three, um, then you win. And then there's still like the payloads um, as well and the capture points. And essentially, you get. Your entire team gets one point for each like objective that you capture for those. So like let's say you capture the payload but you don't make it to the first um, checkpoint. You'll get one point and then the other team, if they're able to get to that point or further, they automatically win. Ah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. I gotta get in there. That sounds really fun, actually. I'd really like to play that. Yeah, it's really, really fun, and it's really great when you have like three or more people that you're playing with, like um, in your team, and like in a in a party. And what's really nice, what Blizzard does really well with those competitive matching right now, is that like, let's say you're like actually in a group with certain people. Yeah. Like, let's say I have three people in my group. It'll match me up with a competitive ranked team that has another group of three people playing together and then three other randos. Um, So, like, you're never going to be in a team where there's six people who aren't in a group together versus six people who are in a group together. Like, they they weigh those against each other, um, which is really nice. That's really good, because there are a lot of other games that don't do that, and then you find that one team is way overpowered. Yeah. Yeah, because they're able to, like, talk to each other and, like, yeah, exactly. Um, So I I think that they've done a really, really good job at 
the actual matchmaking. I'm just a little bit disappointed with the ranking system. Um, mm -hmm. Also, like, you get one of those, like, competitive currencies for each win, and you need 300 of those currencies to get a golden weapon, and it's like, wow, I'm going to, like, waste my life on this game trying to well, get a freaking already weapon. We already were going to waste our lives on this game, and now it just gives us some really nice incentive shinies to look at. But, like, I've played so much... And this is not because I'm bad, but I probably only have, like, 25 of those tokens. And I've played a lot. Um, those are only for victories or victory tokens? Only for victories, yeah. You get one per victory. So I have to win 300 matches. To get one gun for one character. One gun for one character, yeah. You only have 275 more to go. Uh, <laughs> no, you have, like... 4,000 to go, so you can unlock the whole everybody. And, like, who am I going to choose it for? Like, that's going to be the hardest Fair part. 25,000, so that's a lot more than that. Yeah. Yeah, who are you going to pick? I don't even know. Probably Tornbjorn, because he's got this massive golden hammer. It looks... I mean, not Tornbjorn. Uh, Reinhardt? Yeah, Reinhardt. Yeah, Reinhardt. Reinhardt and or Tornbjorn, because he... I, I think he'd be cool. Yeah, I don't oh. know. You or also played... You also played... Uh, Golden Circle. Golden Circle. What would you think of that? Yeah. Oh, no, it's called the Magic Circle. The Magic Circle. Yes. Magic Circle was absolutely amazing. I have a review up, but it it really blew my mind. It was... It played a lot like... I don't even know. Just like something very new and fresh. Um, it, I felt very similar playing that to the first time that I played Portal. Um, where it's, like, oh, short wow. and sweet, but it's, like, all revolving around, like, a mechanic concept that's executed very well. Um, mm. Very similar to how Portal executed portals, literally. Um, and it's it's short. You can play through Portal in, like, you know, there's speed runs that are, like, less than an hour. You can play through Portal in, like, you know, two or three hours. Mm. This game you can probably play through in about four or five hours if you're, like, really jamming at it. Um... And it's really fun. There's, like, areas where it rewards you for, like, digging around and finding secrets. And um, I don't know. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I would highly recommend it. And um, it's not that much. I think on Hey, there's Steam, my sexy wife. Hi. Woo! Yeah. Um, it's, it's on Steam, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I want to say it's $9.99 on Steam, um, okay. and I think it's the same price on PlayStation. Um, uh, I think, I think so, it yeah. was originally 20 on Steam, but I know that I saw it on sale for $9.99. I think it was actually 20 on PlayStation as well. Oh, was it's it? Also, it's also on Xbox One. Yeah. Because I have um, it on Xbox One. It's really good. It's I would, really good, though. I would it's absolutely recommend it. And it, it looks gorgeous. Like, everything looks like it's black and white drawings for, like, most of the overworld. And then there are sections that look like Doom 64. Like, it's really, nice. really good. Oh, real quick. Speaking of Portal, just a quick plug. Mm. Portal 2 is backwards compatible on Xbox One. So nice. That. <clears throat> looks really I good. Bought, I bought it, like, a third time just for that. But, just because. Just because you have to have it. Yeah. I mean, other every, than that... everything, yeah. Other than that, I've played, like, maybe a little bit of CSGO, and that's really it. And the other thing that we're going to talk about today. We're going to get there. Willie, wow. what are you playing? All right, so, Willie, wow. Uh, so, right now, I've been playing 
too many games, but I'll start with most recent. So um, last week, I left off with The Witcher 3. Uh, so I'm still playing The Witcher 3. Did you get the expansions? I did. I went and bought the expansion pass because it was cheaper than buying them individually by, like, nothing, but it's, I like supporting them, so why not? Um, and it added them to my game. I'm still level about 24. Um, so my current game plan is to get through the main storyline until I'm about 30 or 35 and then start hitting into Hearts of Stone yeah. and then get into Blood and Wine. So I want to play them consecutively based on the way that they were rolled out. Mm-hmm. Um and I just want to rip through the game, so I'm really excited to get into new content finally. Yeah. Uh, I know Blood and Wine is about the vampire yeah. like, family cult. What's Hearts of Stone about? Uh, you know, I don't know. Do I know? didn't actually do any research. I, I don't know at all. I'm really excited to get into it. I, oh, I purposely didn't look at any of it um, so that when I do the series, I'll be just blown away and not, not be expecting anything. Oh, that's, um, that's they're, awesome. They're always so good, so I really love supporting CD Projekt Red. I think. Okay, here's a real question. Yeah. How much Gwent have you played? Infinity Gwent. I love Gwent so Infinity much. Infinity Gwent. It is the best game. It's the best side game ever, but I think this is the first playthrough, and this is, again, my third playthrough that I've played of this game, that I actually dove into Gwent, because the last two times I was just trying to play it and, and get through the storyline... And I never really had a chance or, or really cared. And I was like, why is everyone playing this like shitty version of poker? And then I finally sat down and played it in this round. And I'm like, oh my god, it's amazing! It's but so I have good. all these amazing cards. I'm doing all the side plots with that. I'm getting all the all the uh, innkeepers and shit. So uh, we've got we've got it unlocked there. Gwent's, okay. Gwent's well, jam. the next time that we work together, remind me to bring in my Gwent set because I have, Gwent I have I have physical cards. Dude, yes. We're going to play that, and for some reason I just started playing Mahjong, so we'll play Mahjong too. I feel okay. like but it's a great game. Anywho, I've been playing Witcher 3. <laughs> uh, the other part of this, I've been playing a new-ish game. Um, it's called Duskers. Um, if you are not familiar with Duskers, um, check it out on Steam and Utorbs, but the essential idea is that you are a drone operator floating around in space, connecting to derelict spacecraft that are devoid of human life, trying to figure out, A, what the hell happened, and B, collect enough resources to continue to survive until you can get out of that sector and into a more populated area. Because you don't have enough, like fuel or anything. It's so good. So I've got a review coming up. It'll post sometime next week. Um, I think probably Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know. Don't, Don't mark your calendars, but it'll show up on the website. And definitely it uh, will. Definitely don't mark your calendars. I'm super good at being on time with those sorts of things. Anywho, uh, the game is healthy too. The game itself is is exceptionally fun. You you control basically four drones at a time, and you can send them out. So each drone has kind of like three or four upgrade slots that you can use to control different things. Uh, meaning one is going to have the ability to send like a sonar pulse out and see if the nearby rooms are occupied or not occupied. And then you can send a drone in to explore and scan the room. You can have one drop a probe and the probe scuttles through the wall and see if there's something in the other rooms. Um, One has a gather ability to pick up rogue scrap and stuff like that. And you can even strap like a turret to one and turn it into an auto turret in case something comes into into the field of view. So you, you kind of explore these games, but it's very much 
open a door, send a drone in, close the door behind it, and hope that, A, there's nothing in the room you sent the drone into, and if there is, you can get out, and B, that if you do try to get out, the thing doesn't follow you into your ship and wreck you and kill you. Oh, my God. And it's actually horrifying. There's no music in the game. There is no nothing but the audio from, like, the hum of computers, and it's so tactile. Now, I haven't told you the coolest part of this game yet. So you're a drone operator, right? And then you're like, okay, cool, whatever. There is no mouse control, so it's not point and click. It's entirely command line interface, meaning you only type oh, controls. Wow. That's really so, cool. Yeah, so you, you'll sit there and you'll be like, okay, um, drone run, drone one, explore room 5C, and it'll go into 5C. And then you'll have to be like, okay, close airlock 5, open airlock 6, and it'll go through that one and close it behind it. Which means if something is running through the ship at you and you forgot to close doors and you're like, navigate all home, enter, and they're all running back to your ship, you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. And then you have to hit the enter key to, like, close the door at the right second. It's, it's heart-pounding, and you, you'd be surprised how terrifying it is when you can't do anything in real time. You're just sitting there at a computer, like, panicking, hearing in your headphones, like, feet running down the corridor at you as oh they get closer God. to the room you're in, in your ship. Like, I've... Multiple times, I've decided I had reserved drones. I closed the airlock and I jetted. I was like, "You're all dead to me. I'm I'm done." So all you're dead. So the view is the view like you're stationary, just sitting at a terminal, and you're looking at screens. So yeah, you're only looking at screens. So all you so have. So this could come to VR. Very possible, actually. Oh, oh that, that would be really that would be cool. really cool. There's there's not. They would have to render more. So right now it's. That would be really dope because then you'd be like looking around your your platform. Yeah. I think I think that's a patch it. Right now it's you get your main console view. So um, one view is top down of the full layout of the ship, only rooms you've explored. So as you dock to a ship, all you see is your ship layout and an airlock, and you got nothing beyond that. It's all black until you open the door and send a drone out, and then it fills in the room with. What oh my god, see. that's so cool. Yep, and then you can switch to drone view. And the only limited control you get of the drone is with the little arrow keys to move them forward or around in the room that they're in for manual control. But you can't do anything until you stop using the arrow keys and type a command and hit enter. So, like, you can pilot them wherever you want, but they won't do anything for you unless you give them the command to do it. There's no hotkeys, there's no switching, there's nothing. It's all command interface, and it is so friggin' good. It's 20 bucks on Steam. It's called Duskers, D-U-S-K-E-R-S. -S yeah, Duskers. Um, it's only PC, uh, PC and Mac right now. Steam Play is available, uh, and it is amazing. So check out my review when that comes out, but definitely watch some gameplay videos. I don't think that the ad did it enough justice, um, but watching some gameplay videos, you're going to get real hooked. It's amazing. Uh, it's a new level of micromanagement, so I'm raving about that. I bought it. Um, what is this? I, I showed you guys an image when I bought it 36 hours before, and I had pumped in, what was it? 12 like, hours? Like 12 something hours disgusting. into the game. Yeah, on Steam, I've done crazy. nothing but sit there. My whole day off was this game. I wrote my review, and I was sitting there, and then I was like, all right, well, I'll go back and edit it. And I played the game for like eight more hours instead of actually doing my <laughs> review about it. So you can imagine that I, I quite like it. I rated it very highly, so you'll see that when it pops out. But check that out, Duskers. Cool. All right, so then I'm almost done. I'm playing a shit ton of Subnautica, so I'm going to play that one more done because it's amazing. Again, for yeah, those of you unfamiliar with Subnautica... So oh, good. yes, dude. Um, it is so a, you're crash-landed on an alien planet. It's all water. It's an ocean world. And you basically are trying to survive in an uninhabited by humanity um, ocean 
Ocean World. It's like Alien like, Ocean. Is yeah. it only on Xbox? No, it's also so on it's PC. on Steam. It's early access and, and okay. it's uh, early access on Mac and it's also early access on Xbox. It's twenty dollars. Yep. Um, on I don't know about the other platforms, but on Xbox One, even with the update, uh, according to the email they sent out, there still are some performance issues. Yeah. So it's gonna laggy. it's gonna chug a little bit. Um, by a little bit, I mean every couple seconds. It a might freeze it. for a it's second. A lot of it, Chug. But honestly, the game is so good. Like, Will and I don't yeah. even care. It's really um, great. It's that good. Yeah. Uh, they said they squashed like 250 bugs, brought it brought, uh, brought it back up to <laughs> where it is with the PC. Oh, finally! That's so good. I've been waiting for updates for so long, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they said the next update for Xbox is going to focus on performance. This one was all Thank about getting it, you know, content. That's good, because I need, I need some more stuff to be created, like deployables. Anyway, it's a great game. Check it out. Sub, uh, Subnautica. Um, I've also been playing a shit ton of Overwatch. I won't delve too much into that. You all know about Overwatch. You're all playing Overwatch anyway, so I'm not going to pitch to you. Go If you haven't seen Overwatch, go look at Overwatch. It's amazing. And then the last thing I've been playing is Prison Architect. Prison Architect <laughs> has somehow come into my life again, and I was, getting, I was watching some uh, Let's Players just, I don't know, I was getting ready for bed, and I was like, I'll just put some shit on, whatever. And I happened to come across Sips, um, who has a, I'm a longtime fan of, one of the Yogg's cast members, um, is playing his Prison Architect series, and I was like, I can do a better prison than that. So I started building one, and I put a good 15 hours into it before I paused. So I'm gonna wow. count that. I don't know. I don't know what world lives Will lives in where he has all this all this time. It's the time that I should be writing. That's where it's going. Now I know where the time that I should be writing goes right into the games. All right, now I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that we shouldn't move to the next topic. I'm saying we should. I think we should go to the recap. But I want to mention one game that I think came out. It's not the, the topic. Game. It's not the one. One game. I don't think I like. <laughs> but it's called Inside. Have you heard of this? No. What is that? So the game, it's called Inside, right? I hope it's called Inside. Quick googling so I don't look like an idiot. Hang on one second. So I like what to say anyway, but the game uh, I think it's called Inside, and it just came out um, for Steam and Xbox. Xbox. Yep. X Inside on Steam. Yep, that's the one. Okay, and it is a really interesting side scroller adventure um, that's very similar to Limbo. And I actually think I'm going on a limb. I think it's actually by the same developer of it Limbo. It is. It's made by um, made by Playdead Play Games. Not. Notice. Okay. Same Thank God. So I'm not an idiot. All right. So it's a very interesting game. It's it looks like the spiritual successor to Limbo, um, in that you are a young boy, um, wandering through the center of a dark machine, uh, in a dark world where people are um, hunting him through uh, through the world, and basically you have to survive and, and complete puzzles and things of the sort. Um, in a very similar fashion. So jumping over things and uh, going over and solving different puzzles. But it's very interesting, very minimalistic controls. There's no words, there's nothing in the game, um, just epic audio and um, and experience. And that's what I really am excited for. Um, so that just came out. I think that actually came out yesterday or the day before. So very recent game, Inside came on Steam. Last, last week. Did you guys see anything about this? Have you have you heard anything? I okay, It came out last week. I think it's okay. 20 bucks. Uh, yep. Tristan, I think... I don't know if you beat it. He played it. I have a copy of it. I didn't get to play it. I was going to play it this week. It looks very yeah. short, but it looks like yeah, a very Yeah, from what I heard, you can, beat it. you can beat it like three or four hours. Uh, okay. But it has really high ratings, just like Limbo. 
So it looks like a, it looks sort of like Journey from, from yeah. PlayStation in that, that caliber. it's very short, but you're gonna get a hell of a ride during yeah. that yeah. time. It's supposed that to be really great. good. Excellent. Um, couple things for the recap. Danny did her review of the Magic Circle. I did my review of Steamworld Heist. <laughs> check them out. Check them out. Pixelrader.com. Spoiler: We both loved them. PlayStation news, not a whole lot going on. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider has been confirmed for... Uh, Good triple platinum, blah, blah, blah. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No. 2016 holiday release for PS4. Uh, no Finally! Finally. You guys Wait. deserve to play that game. It is if, you guys, if you guys haven't played it, uh, it's insanely good. I can't wait Much to better it. than the first one. Uh, I was a little disappointed by the next bit of news. Adam Boys, who's the third-party relations uh, executive at PlayStation, is leaving. Uh, to make games again. Adam Boys, if you don't know, has been with the company for four years. Big, big indie champion. Uh, funny guy. Um, after numerous delays, Danny's going to go crazy. No Man's Sky. Wait. No Man's Sky has gone gold. Finally. It went gold. It which, went gold which basically just means week. That, that literally just means they printed it, the final version, to a disc. That's what Listen, that, means. that means. And it's, it's been approved. Done. It that means, means it's done. And the final version is on a disc, which actually is big news. That's but big I, news. The first time yeah, I heard it's gone gold, I was like, oh, they won an award. Great. Okay, cool. But they, they just they literally were like, send it to publishing. They made one disc, and... That's the only disc in existence. Can you imagine and if they broke that shit? They break it, and they don't send it. <laughs> and we're like, um, did you have a time machine backup? <laughs> <laughs> Did okay, you back it up to iCloud? Stand humor oh there. Oh god. Uh, so Xbox here. news, not a whole lot going on that I really saw. Uh, Red Dead Redemption is now backwards compatible on Xbox One, which sparked sales of the game to rise six thousand uh, percent. I picked it up on Xbox One for seven dollars and fifty cents. Wow. I admittedly never played it. I will it's get to so it good. one. I'll get to it one day. I love uh, Red Dead. It's one Ninten- of my Nintendo news. Uh, Nintendo actually said they're looking into making physical controllers for iOS devices. Huh. Uh, how's that going to go? Don't know. Um, I'll, 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 I'll take a look at it. I mean, all right. So all right. Before, before I get to the last piece of news that's huge, um, that is going to be the topic of the show. Mm. By the time this posts uh, tomorrow, which will be July 12th... When the post goes... Sorry, the 11th. Uh, this podcast episode will post July 11th. Uh, that's the day that will mark the one-year anniversary of the passing of uh, Satoru Iwata. Uh, so I thought it would be cool if maybe we could give like 10, 15 seconds of silence How about uh, to pay respect. What's that, five? Five is good. Cool. We'll, we'll do uh, we'll do five. So okay. starting now. All right, you got ten out of it. All right. Um, so the biggest bit of news, uh, arguably throughout the whole week, was that Pokemon Go has finally finally oh, released for Android and iOS. Uh, it came to the United States at like ten, <laughs> like ten at night, nine at night, which is ridiculous. On Wednesday, yeah. On a Wednesday, so. And it, it broke Niantic servers. It did because it, it broke their Nintendo servers for like went, three, four days. Nintendo stock broken. went up ten percent in one day. 
Like overnight, it rose ten percent. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Go, which is insane. Plus, they needed it really bad. They really do need it, actually, very desperately. But like, oh my god! So I'm this thinking. Game is huge. I think they looked at the sale of the last Pokemon game. That's what they, they did. Like, that has to be what yeah. they did. And they were like, that seems pretty popular. Let's let's bank on like a, like one million more than that because we assume this to be pretty popular. They're like, like how like, many 3DSs are there? Like, and they're they're looking at the number of like. I don't know what. How many you say? Fifteen million sales of the last Pokemon game, Sun and Moon, right? Oh, Sun and Moon's about. Sun and Moon are the new ones. So like, let's you mean, X and, you mean X and Y? Sure. What I don't even see how I don't even know. Nobody talks about it. So well, actually, I think the last one was um, Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire. Why is are you yeah, just making them remakes, colors? You're just making them colors. These aren't actually. They were things. remakes, but they were the latest release. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, count. I'm saying like big releases, like true proper releases. Uh, they, they literally, were big releases. they were sitting there and they were like, "I bet, <laughs> I don't know, let's add one million to however many sales that is." And then they found out that l- everyone and their mom loves the OG Pokemon set. They were so fucking raw, dude. Oh my, my god, everyone people, is uh, people. I don't even people. I don't even know that know anything about Pokemon are posting about it. Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh my God! I, there's and it's it's kids, it's adults, it's old people, it's people of all colors and races it's and nationalities. It's acceptable. Deaf people. Every Everybody. every single it's person who's ever heard of Pokemon everybody. has downloaded this game. Even some who haven't. If you're familiar with Nikki from our uh, from our workplace. Uh, <laughs> She is she's like the least nerdy person I've ever met in my entire life and she got downloading it. She is playing it. And she's mad at the servers because it won't let her catch Pokemon. <laughs> it's insane. Basically everyone with a smartphone and a brain has has gotten this app. They are probably killing it in money right now even though it's within, free to play. Within like the first day or two on no, the I iOS App Store in in the iOS App Store at least here in the US it's been it's uh, the number one grossing app. Is it? Uh, yeah. Number one grossing oh, and number one downloaded, which that's not surprising, but number one grossing that's, is pretty surprising. And that's totally a big deal. They, really, they make it really difficult to get those Poke coins. So the, with the little Pikachu's on them. You only have to you buy them, don't you? No, you no, can also you get them for having a defender garden. bonus. Yeah, oh, when you put your okay. stuff in your gym, you've got a 20-hour cooldown for the next time that you can collect a defender bonus Which and the more so the more pokemon you have at different gyms the bigger your bonus would be so like if i captured and was holding like 12 gyms i would like rank in like a whole bunch of pokecoins if i only had one in one gym like i did mm-hmm. earlier today i got 10 pokecoins and yeah. it was great yeah i wouldn't Danny know and i decided that. to Danny and I decided to take the Chrysler building today. To, I wouldn't know. Uh, I wouldn't know about that because uh, for those yeah. New Yorkers. Oh right, because you went home early, and got to enjoy the sunshine, which is wow. so awful. I didn't get to enjoy awful. the sunshine. I was stuck on the stuck on train. in the train for Actually, an hour and a half. But, yeah, but then you could like do drive-by poke stops. So this is a thing we should no, talk not about. Not if it was underground. Yeah, you can. No, sir. You leave your service on no, and it connects anywhere and it gets just enough to, to load the location. No. You can drive by Pokestops. No, there's literally no service anywhere. What train do you ride? The three. Oh, gross. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I wouldn't I wouldn't know about uh, Jones and all that because let me see, uh, it came out at like ten o'clock at night. Yeah. I downloaded it that night. Uh, I caught like two or three Pokemon on my way to work at like five in the morning the next morning, uh, and then after I caught my third Pokemon, I looked at my watch, and went, "Oh shit! I need to run before I miss my train for work." Hmm. And then. Since that day, I got kicked out and could not log in for almost two and a half days straight. Two and a half days you couldn't log in Yeah. to this game. Yeah. I'm really hoping that they decide to buy an entire extra server farm to allow us to continue playing this game. Because the level of lags, the level of dropouts, not to mention the, the fact that it's just chewing through battery, but we could talk about that in a minute. Yeah. By the way, you guys, this is our topic of the show. Welcome to the Pokemon Corner at this point. We are going to be talking about Pokemon Go for the remainder of the show, so um, welcome. Welcome, welcome. If you don't like it, thank you for tuning in. Yeah. So, great. So, um, so there's a couple things that I I guess I definitely want to touch on, but um, I think it'd be important. Let's start with, like, what we liked. Yeah, I think I think we should talk positives, negatives, what yeah. we're hoping they'll add. Well, I think this is like this is such a huge thing. Like not even just talking about how many people have it, like how much it's grossed, like the fact that it's like gone and like done triple, great things with Nintendo platinum. stocks, but like <coughs> literally just like a game on this scale. Like a game mm-hmm. of this magnitude, like this hasn't happened before. Yeah. In I in game, with this I much think, with this much social social with this, yes like, like getting people to go so outside, like this this game is is absolutely revolutionary. No matter how buggy it is right now, I think that what this game has done in the few days it has been out is absolutely revolutionary. I think we're going to see a lot more games like it um, that may or may not come up to the same standards as Pokemon. But I'm so impressed. Like, I was out at Union Square um, yesterday and, you know, catching Pokemon in the middle of Union Square and met, like, 20 to 30 other people that I, like, physically spoke to who were strangers. And we were all, like... Yeah, yeah, you got that Rattata too? Like, <laughs> in, in New York City, that's actually an insane that thing. That never happens. Yeah, that like, never happens. I avoid eye contact with every single person on the subway. I look like I'm pissed off so that no one will talk to me. You know, it's like, really interesting. There have been actually a couple of articles that came out talking about the health benefits of this game because it's taking people who typically don't have a reason to go outside or, um, or have, let's say, they've got a... Uh, issue with depression, and they don't feel like they need to go outside or have social anxiety, and it's giving them a reason to go onto the streets and meet people and talk about this stuff, and I think that's really special. Like, Niantic, before this, the company that developed this game with the Pokemon company, mm-hmm. had another game called Ingress. Are you guys yes. familiar with Ingress? It's still in the App Store, by the way, if those are in- people are interested. It's still there. It's actually very funny. They use the same Pokestops, actually. They're all the same stops. But uh, Ingress was a very similar-based game where you could command parts of the city. So going to um, a place of power or a really interesting cultural icon um, in your city, like a mosaic tile or an art installation, and you could basically stake your claim to that space and say, I claim this for the blue team or the green team. 
and then you would basically battle. So people would come nearby, and you would put up turrets, and you would raise your defenses. But the goal of the game, while it was fun and engaging, was to get you to explore your city and engage with the community there. Like, that was the point of Ingress. And they put six and a half years of development into this game, and it got nowhere near as much as tension. And I think when it launched, it was very cool. People loved it, but the battery drain and not much to do about it caused um, a specific issue with just interest in wanting to continue playing the game. So now, the Pokemon company came out, and they bonded with them, and they were like, all right, let's do this. And you see all ages, all types, everybody going out and playing this game, getting into the streets and enjoying the world of Pokemon like we did when we were seven. I mean, I can't I can't think of anything cooler. Honestly, this is this has blown me away, and I, I really yeah. do actually feel like a child while I'm catching Pokemon, but it's awesome. It's awesome. They made it look so cool. Danny yeah. and I were jamming out earlier to mash up Pokemon soundtrack remixes. Some like, dubstep remixes some dubstep of, like, remix. the, the opening, like, anime we, song we, and, like... Uh, you know, the, the Victory Road from the original Pokemon Red, like, smashed up with some crazy... It was amazing. I can't imagine how cool this is. And on and just for those of you listening out there, just to show you how big nerds we are, we're going to go on a safari. Yeah, we're going on a Pokemon, Pokemon safari, safari this week. We're going to go in the Central Park. we're going to be filming it. And, and we're probably um, going to film it. We're going to, you know, mash it up, uh, release it for you guys, and we're going to have a really good time doing it. Giving you some tips and tricks on uh, Pokemon Go. Like all the spin moves and things you can do. You can do curveballs in case you guys didn't know that. I started. I started being able to do those a little bit. I yeah. had some success. They're tough. They're tough. They're not. They're not easy. Especially if a Pokemon's further away and you have to curveball and, and throw it far. And if it's a fucking Zubat, forget about it. I oh, have to yeah. just normal throw on a Zubat. Yep. There's no way. Although we should address the fact that you can Zubat farm for crazy strong Golbats. Yeah, you That's can. what I'm doing right now. So, I mean, I don't see any reason why not to keep them, and the trade-in bonus is worth it, so. Yeah, agree. So that, agree. that I definitely loved. I love the fact that there's a social element. I love the fact that there are the original 151, and they didn't add in all the extra stuff. I know it's coming. We're going to talk it's about coming, that. yeah. But I love the fact that it has enough to hook me based on when I started with Pokemon, and I wasn't even that crazy into yeah. it. The game and I, I really, really genuinely enjoy that I am nowhere close to being the very best there ever was yet. Yes. Because I've I've easily put at least like 10 to 12 hours into this game so far mm-hmm. and I know that I'm not even close to you know where I can possibly get. Like they've made it so that even even in the city where we have significantly more Pokemon than it sounds like there are in rural areas, um, we still have to really work to get them all. We need to travel to other places to get everything. And, it, you know, it, it genuinely takes a long time to, like, train and get all of them and hatch your eggs and everything, which is really mm-hmm. nice because there are certain, like, iOS games that I could just rip through in a few hours. Uh, it gives you a reason to stay connected to it. Yeah. Just to, just to piggyback on what you guys were saying, too. I really, <laughs> I really enjoy all the positive press that a game like this has uh, kind of lent itself to the gaming industry. Um, I've been reading a lot of articles where people are meeting people, uh, strangers like you guys are talking about, a lot of articles about that, a lot of stories. Uh, supposedly, I don't know if this is true, but... Uh, I was combing through the comments of one of those articles, and someone said that uh, he uh, he was visiting his best friend for the weekend, 
and uh, some guy, some kid, I guess, and uh, they were like, oh, let's you know, let's go to the park and play Pokemon Go. He's like, okay. So they're walking around, catching Pokemon, looking down. The kid's not quite watching where he's going. Bumps into this other girl who's also playing Pokemon Go, and now supposedly they have a date. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there were a whole bunch of uh, sexual innuendo Pokemon jokes to follow that comment mm-hmm. on the internet. But uh, it was really cool. Um, and That's awesome, man. Reading, uh, I think it was a Kotaku article I read, and they were uh, embedding a bunch of tweets from all these uh, gamers who were like, oh, my legs are sore because I've been playing so much Pokemon. And one person said, I rode, I rode my bike 10 kilometers just to hatch a Pokemon egg. He goes, my wow. legs are killing me. And the last time I rode a bike, rode a bike was four or five years ago. Wow, that's so, awesome. Like, like you said, people are legitimately getting some exercise. Like stupid things at work, like where I would normally take the elevator. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna keep walking. I got eggs to catch. It's yeah. seriously the hatching is so important, and just knowing that there's something right around the corner that you want to go for. For example, this afternoon I went out to get lunch, and I was headed right back inside so I could sit down and eat it and like just farm a little bit with some of the pods and see what's going on, but I took a look and I saw there was a Bulbasaur down a side alley that I don't typically know down, and I was like, uh, and I ended up doing three laps around the block trying to catch this thing. I ultimately got it. <laughs> I did catch it. But it's very, like, that's cool, man. I would have just gone home and sat, or back to work and sat down in the in the break room, and I got instead an excuse to wander around the, the, the block a couple times, go over yeah. to the park and see what I could catch. It's cool. It's a cool game. I, I admittedly did I not mean, know that there was a post office in Grand Central until there was a pokey stop at the post office in yeah, Grand Central. And I was like, there's been a whole bunch of stuff that I haven't noticed. I have no idea. Like, it, even just, like, in my little area, I live in Astoria, and there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, little restaurants that have cookie stops mm-hmm. that I've never heard of. Um, in, like, Union Square, there's, like, a Gandhi statue that I had never seen, and it's this, like, giant statue. And, like, all this other stuff that, like, I never even noticed. And, it's like, awesome. I've been living here for how many years? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just cool. It's a good way to get in touch with your community, whether or not you're a big, con- you know, nerd like we are and and want to actually catch Pokemon or not, it's a cool yeah. way to get outside and have a reason to explore. And even if you, like, haven't mm-hmm. been into Pokemon, like, this makes it so accessible. Not yeah. to, like, mm-hmm. start to get obsessed with Pokemon, but to have a game that is fun, that, like, you can play that's on mobile. Because I can't think of another mobile game that is this immersive that's on the market right now. That yes. That is free. That is free. Now, I will make a connection here. And forgive me for doing so because it's even more nerdy in this realm, but I want to just say it because somebody else mentioned it and it made a lot of sense and I started thinking about it. But is anybody else a Star Trek fan? Next Generation specifically. Okay. <clears throat> there was an episode of Star Trek Next Generation where uh, I think Riker goes to Ryza and comes back with a game. And it's this eyeball glasses. It looks like Google Glass. And... He's playing this game, and it literally puts... It's like putting a ball into a hoop, and you got to catch the ball in the hoop. And, and he starts playing it, and it sends endorphins into his head when he's playing this game. So he's like, oh, it feels really good. That's cool. So he brings back three or four of them, and he gives them to the crew, and then they start manufacturing more, and then by, this, by like the end of the week, literally every crew member is playing, except for Will Wheaton's character, um, 
Wesley, who's chilling out, trying to figure out what the hell's going on with everyone, because he comes back from, like, an away team, and he didn't get on the first wave. <coughs> and it turns out that it's, like, a takeover attempt, and everyone on the crew is <laughs> mentally, like, sucked into this game and can't focus on anything else or defend themselves, because they're all playing the game. They become dependent on the endorphin rush from, from playing the game. So... I just quickly need so to draw. So you're the saying that we're gonna be in Pokemon Withdraw at some I'm, point. I'm just saying there or are not a lot able of really strong, compelling arguments that say this is basically the game from Ryza that caused everyone to go insane on the Next Generation episode. I think actually the episode's called The Game. So if you want to watch that, you definitely can. P.S. If you still play, you all lost. Now the other thing to note, I think it's very important that. Um, we should talk about what we dislike, because there are a couple things about the game that I, I do want to address, so I'm going to start with, what the fuck's going on with these servers, dog? Yo, I swear, they're like mm. built on potatoes. You <laughs> had a fucking four-day window to fix your servers. What are you doing? You buy, you have so much money, buy another farm of servers. Buy so admittedly, admittedly, I think they've gotten better. You they can, have gotten better. Now you, can, now you can at least log in and stay logged in. It's just every now and then... The world will be empty except for your character. Or you'll catch a Pokemon no and the ball will sit closed way in the background and it'll just sit and there. And it won't animate this. at all. And it'll just sit there and wait for you yep. to reboot the game and then you lose whatever you caught. Sometimes no, you still catch sometimes it. Sometimes I have you, Usually you catch it. Yeah. Nine times out of ten I've gotten it. You just gotta I wait for that the loading bar to go. Yeah, wait for the wait for the loading uh Pokeball to stop <clears throat> and then quit the game and you most likely got it. Ah, okay. Alright. Pro tips, pro tips from Pixel. So that's uh, still not good. Like I still don't want to no. even have to do that. Especially when the load game sometimes kicks out. I alright, so I will give you that. The servers have improved a little bit. What about the fact that it doesn't pull from your low, from your health data? About the That's fact that I don't. Yeah. Here's my thing. Well, I, you, average, we, yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say, on average, like according to my watch, I usually walk about four or five miles a day. Absolutely easy. Um, but <clears> what <throat> sucks is I want to hatch these Pokemon eggs. The right. only way I'm going to be able to hatch these Pokemon eggs is to have the app running all the time. Not in the background. The app has to be open and running, draining my GPS, draining my battery. Why can't it yeah. just pull from my health app data? I That's, wonder... It's, that it's collecting all day automatically. I feel like it's because they just want you to be in the game. Yeah, but it That's seems excessive to me, right? Doesn't it seem excessive? Like, couldn't you... Oh, no, it does. All right, well, you know what? Fine, we want you to be in the game, so we're only going to give you... I don't know, 2.5 kilometers worth of health data. So once you hit your 2.5 kilometers worth of health data, you've got to be in the game to make sure the rest of those eggs hatch. Well, oh, here's actually, my actually, yeah, you, you, could, you could hatch uh, a 2-kilometer right. egg, and that's it for the day. Otherwise, right. you have to be in the game. Right. Yeah. Or, or at I most, a 5-kilometer egg. Or I something. have a question. What is the Android platform equivalent of HealthKit? Is there one? Uh, you know, I don't have enough information to support that question. Because any, this app was developed Android iOS and Android, so I'm wondering whether. Right in. Yeah, I think there is a know. I, I, my understanding is, and I, again, I don't know. My understanding is that there is a odometer. But odometer? I'm sure no, that, no. like, development-wise, they're gonna interact very differently. So it may just be like 
but couldn't you just release two different versions of the game, which is what they have to do for the Google Play Store and the iOS Store anyway? That's fair. But they would have to mirror the features. Sure. Which would be... Well, not necessarily. I think, I mean, they could get away with not doing it and just be like, some features aren't available on your platform because you bought an Android. Or you bought an (laughs) iOS device. Because suck at Android. Everything's fine. I'm not biased. So the point is, but I think you're right. I think they could pull from uh, health kit data or Android kit data or whatever they call it. I think they could get at least some. Yeah, we're still here. Yeah. Okay. We've We've been chatting. So I think they could still get some. And... And that, I feel like, is enough to do it. Now, the other problem I find is with battery, because it's oh. active GPS location mm-hmm. all the time. It's not, it's not like you get a triangulation, and then it senses movement, and so it pings for an update about where you move to, which is, I think, closer to how Google Maps works, but correct me if I'm incorrect. But it's all the time geolocation. So you need to, instead of it knowing that you took 15 steps because it's listening to the way that your phone, phone moves or using the built-in step counter. Instead, it says, well, you're over here, and then 30 seconds later, you're over here, so we approximate that you moved this distance at this speed. So it's always chewing through GPS instead of it actually just taking, you know, bit update pulses. Yeah, which or I think like is really relying amazing. on the accelerometer. Yeah, like something. I mean, there's built-in sensors for a reason. I think they could just apply for access. They would need to have a reason for it. I mean, assuming we're going through Apple, you got to justify the reasoning. But yeah. it's not like other apps that don't have any business pulling your steps pull your steps because they can, and you just hit sure that's fine. That's right? true. I mean, you could yeah. opt out. You could opt into all GPS all the time. But why the hell would you do that? Yeah. So. But the only downside to that is that it would actually be accurate then, which means I can't just sit in one place and have the app open on a charger and hatch my That's, eggs. That is true. <laughs> we, uh, so we found a little glitch in that. Don't uh, So Niantic, if you're listening, and Pokemon Company, if you're listening, ignore this. Close your ears. Close your ears. <laughs> the greatest thing ever. We, we found that in our workspace, um, and work, if you're listening, close your ears too. We found that in our workplace. Oh, work, work you, knows all about it. If you put... I know, they've seen us do it. it we're, we're really excellent multitaskers. Anyway, we found that if you plug it in and you let it sit, the phone can't really perfectly pinpoint where it is at any given time. It's like not... When you, when you work in a marble box. When you work in a marble box, there's no way for it actually to pinpoint where you are. It has to give you an approximation. That approximation is a good... 250 meters wide. So what happens is it shoots us from one end of the building to the other end of the building and then back. And so it actually, because it's GPS and we're charging it, it thinks we're running back and forth across the terminal enough to tag this Pokestop and then these two Pokestops and then this Pokestop and then these two Pokestops. And it's amazing because we can sit back there and farm. So we've got like four or five phones running. We're just tossing Pokeballs and and farming eggs at the same time. And hatch your eggs at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. So don't fix that, but, you know, also sort of fix that because it would make it actually better for me to need to go outside and visit a Pokestop <laughs> instead of just letting it chill and pull data. Yeah. So it's sort of like when, not when, there. Here's one thing I don't like, and Will yeah. and I talked about this. Mm. Um, so you need to get the Pokemon Go Plus. What, what? I don't like is... Did you? Do you? You don't have what? to. 
Well, I mean, it would be very useful. What's what does it do? I need to know what it does first. Okay, do do? so the Pokemon Plus is a, a little wearable. You can uh -huh. put it on a strap, or it has a little clip, and it's basically a button and a light, and it will indicate um, whether there's a Pokemon nearby, and it will notify you with a light or a pulse or something like that. I think it's a light, um, and then you can hit the button to make an attempt to catch that Pokemon. Now, the real question is, does your app have to be open while that's happening? Obviously, it has to pair with the phone, um, so it's going to drain battery life. Um, I'm not, you know, there's there's really no answers out right now as to, like, what the actual <coughs> technical specifications are going to be, like, as to, like, how how it's going to pair and how it's going to work. I mean, Bluetooth, but... Um, well, I would assume, but that doesn't make any sense because the, ga the game can't run in the background anyway. You can't background app refresh that game. Well, I'm wondering whether they're going to patch that out when that when that releases because it hasn't like released only yet. Only if you get the wearable will they allow you to run it in the background and save battery not, life? Not that, that but I feel a like... a little bit extortion-y. No, uh, yeah, that, that, that sounds... Well, they're, they're definitely going to update and patch the game. The question is how many more features are they going to add, and is that going to be a feature that they add, is background app refresh. I don't know. Which well, no, would be really what smart. I, well, here's what I don't like about that. I don't like the fact that I'd have to spend $35 to have that feature when the, us, as well as a bunch of other people, have either an Apple Watch or an Android Wear Watch in some form that could do the same thing. By pushing a notification to your watch. Push yeah. a notification to my watch and be like, oh, there's a Pikachu you buy. No, and screw that. Push a notification to my watch will figure out the rest. No, I know. And then I could just, like, on my screen, I could just, like, swipe up or push down. And then it would also do the same attempts at catching it as this other gadget that I now have to charge and pair and bring with me. That's true. I don't actually need another wearable. <clears throat> wow, that wasn't words. I don't actually need another wearable. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be interested to see how it works, though, and I, I am curious about to see the, about the uh, the patching. Yeah. Oh, my other complaint is that yeah. it's been sold out on Amazon since like five like five days after they announced that it was available to purchase. I've been trying to freaking purchase one or pre-order one for like forever, and I've I've been like updating, updating, updating to see if they add more, and they haven't. So make more. Because I want one. So let's let's spend a couple minutes and then we'll wrap talking about our predictions of the future of the game. Because I'm interested. Oh, the future is great. Think. I, I'm interested to see what bright. you guys think. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So I think eventually they're going to get the service to work, and it's going to be like a lot more seamless. I'm hoping okay. that they are going to integrate more um, app efficiency, where okay. it's not going to you know, like, literally suck the life out of any phone that's using it. Well, the only reason I would counter that would be... I don't have high hopes for that. ...that Ingress, Ingress didn't ever fix that problem. And Ingress mm -hmm. is the original game by Niantic. But I think I that because that. of the scale of this game, I think... They can afford to now, maybe? Yeah. That and the fact that Ingress never really took off, whereas the Pokemon game is huge already, so they'd have a lot more um, incentive to do so, maybe. That's fair. I think that I think I think that I'm curious about what the long term looks like too, because I know short term, sure, they're going to fix their server, they're going to have um, an updated 
I really don't want this to happen, but an updated Pokemon list. Um, personally, I mean, I'm, I'll I'm be in favor happy of... when they add like the next, like the gold and silver. But then after that, it's like excessive. Yeah, but that's the thing. I feel like they're gonna say, now you can catch all of the one billion seven hundred and fifty-two Pokemon. I'm like, like oh. I'm not gonna lie. I like really like, want I'm a Lugia already. I really only care about the original 151. That's kind of where my my attention wanes. But, I mean, I'll give it one extra. But I feel like they must know this too, you know? I feel like they know that the sales of the games have been in decline since the original red, blue, yellow. I mean, I mean they have. I mean, am I wrong? I could be wrong. I mean, I think that... The generations gold, have changed. Gold, silver, and crystal did very well. Sure, but I mean, but think about the the base as a whole, right? So the first Pokemon game launch was when, yeah. in uh, was it ninety two? I don't know. No, ninety six, ninety seven. Okay, I don't have time. So ninety six came out, and there was this big batch of new gamers that loved Pokemon, and they played it for about a year, two years, and then when the next one came out, some of them came over, and a new batch was created, and then some of them came over, a new batch was created, and some started to drop off the ends, right? So like. If you imagine this big wave of like players as it shifts from generation to generation, and those people who originally cared don't care anymore. So this game is interesting because it brought back a resurgence of every Pokemon lover through every generation to today. All of That's, them at yeah. once. So the cool thing about that is you have so many players. There's like billions of players playing this game. It's insane. But this also means that as they start adding in content from later games, they run the risk of ostracizing those players who started in the very beginning. <laughs> so many of these <laughs> players might become ostracized and not want to continue to use the game. And that's all I worry about is if they overreach and they start thinking about, let's open it up to everything, will that be beneficial or will that actually end up turning off those players who are really just in it for the original 151? Kind of like myself. Now, I could just be speaking for the minority here, but I don't know that I am. Yeah. I mean, I really, all I care about is the original 151. Right. Um, I also want the ability to be able to trade Pokemon with people. Uh, I feel and, like that's battle. and battle. And battle. And battle. I want to be able to look at Danny and be like, Yo, you want that shift? Let's battle for it. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everything in a Poke battle. Yeah, everything. All the time. <laughs> I got too excited. I started coughing. Everything in a Poke battle. Uh, which I feel like both those things are coming, and I also feel like they're... Um, this, well, they said it's going to happen, but who knows when, that it's going to tie into the next games. Yeah, Sun and Moon. Yeah, I'm sure it will. And the, the Pokey Cloud eventually as well. Oh, uh, yeah, with the... It's basically um, Pokemon Cloud Storage, so uh, you'll be able to transfer your Pokemon from Bank. game to game and everything like that. What is it called? The Pokey Bay? Bank. Bank. Pokey Bank. Yeah, Pokey Bank. Oh, it's, like it's, like, it's, five, it's $5 a year. It's, it's, it's a subscription service to Bill's PC, those of you who played Pokemon Red. <laughs> but I, I definitely, you know, for as kind of bare bones as it is, it's still a lot of fun. It's it so has fun. a lot of promise. Uh, the fact that I think what really makes it so magical is how social it is. And the fact that it's one of those things where every time you watch the show or play the game, you were like, man, what would it be like to actually see a Pokemon in real life? And catch it. Yeah. And for the time being, this is as close as we're gonna get. 
And it's Pokemon in a whole new form that we've never seen before. Actually, technically that's not true. Two years ago, Google did up, an April Fool's Google Play Pokemon Center ad. It did it's count. No, it it's actually very similar to what this game is. Yeah, but no one, not everyone can play that, so it doesn't count. Yeah, that's true. All right, that's fine. I'll allow it. God damn it, Well, Always trying to undermine me. I know. I'm the worst. You are All the right. worst. Well... There are well, a lot wait, of wait, wait. Before we end this discussion, mm. I want to know what your best Pokemon in your roster is right now. And oh, what, come on. Hold on. What, what level are you guys? What level are both of you? Because this oh, is going to be so I have unfair. To check. I need to open the app. Hold on. Hang on. Watch that. I must be able to log in. Level 9. I got 50 XP just by opening the app. I think wow. I, I think. Level 9. Bag is full. What is this BS? Oh, shit. Too many Pokeballs. Level nine. See, I have I admittedly, I admittedly spent five dollars so I could upgrade my backpack for fifty and store storage. There's a scyther near me right now. <laughs> I might just end the cast and just run outside, you guys. Fuck! I really want a scyther. Where I the can't. fuck is it? I can't. Yo. All well, right. There's it's nothing three near me. Away. So I'll give you the answer to that question, which was I'm level nine, and the. Most powerful character in my arsenal right now is probably a Golbat. It is my Golbat, who is defending a gym. He's actually defending the Chrysler building. Oh, no, he got knocked the hell out. Yeah, mine got killed, too. They took well, he Chrysler was building. defending the Chrysler building, and I was crushing it with this dude um, for a little while. Um, but it looks like he almost died. Didn't quite faint, but he definitely lost his spot. So I am level seven and a half, and my highest is Poliwhirl. Ooh. And then my second highest is uh, Squirtle. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're so cute. So I want to pitch you. Squirtle's the only original that I haven't gotten. Oh, like, man. Uh, I, just, original I haven't gotten a Charmander or a Pikachu yet. What about you, Danny? I don't have a Bulbasaur. I am level 10. And my best is my Magmar. He Magmar. is six forty-six. Yo, those young those young hooligans who were hanging out near the Chrysler building with us must have hooligans. Must have dethroned us right after we left. I know. What the heck? No, actually, when I came home, he was still in the gym. So somebody else must have rolled in. Yeah, it was probably. We'll have to take like, him down tomorrow. And in the last while, while we were doing this podcast, we got dethroned from the Chrysler right. building. <clears throat> well, the the cost of being epic. Hey, that's part of the battle, baby. That's you it. You just have to retake re re what's yours. That's it. Um, also, Team Game Red for style. Everybody should know we're on Team Red. Team Red, baby. Yeah, Team Red for life. Join if the battle. If you're on Team Red and you like how awesome it is, tweet us and or reply to this video or podcast. And if you think Team Red Great. sucks, then you can suck a dick. <laughs> Don't even a let us know. A whole bag of them, actually. Just take them back to your business. Anyway, um, that has been... Actually, do let us know why you think blue or yellow is better. Yeah, please. I doubt it, but it's fine. You can let us know. We promise we won't make fun of you. We, we probably will, will, actually. <laughs> actually, be, you know what? Here's something else better. Be, oh, the only person, be the only person to ever write to us. That'd be really nice. I just love getting fan mail, and I'd love that to be a thing. So send us a little a little picture of a, a poop in a bag, even it. Something. That wasn't. I had no idea where that was going. I didn't either until yeah, I, I, didn't either. I was. I was kind of concerned actually. I drifted yeah. in and out of that sentence. Anyway, this has been our 
18th episode. 18th episode. Um, the one that uh, time forgot um, about Pokemon Go. We've had a really good time. I know I've enjoyed myself talking about this. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll be. I'm sure we'll have other topics like shows about Pokemon Go, especially want, once a big, big update comes out. I want yeah, for sure. So many things from this game. I want them. Yeah. They'll happen. They'll happen. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you for joining us. If you would like to send us a tweet, um, we will read them probably. Um, sometimes we even reply to tweets. Tony and uh, Danny and I have our tweets um, listed on the podcast and yeah. uh, YouTube video description. And somehow, please tweet at us, please. I have gotten closer to this microphone. Um, hey. So uh, when you get a moment, take a look. Um, refer your friends, and uh, we'll see you out there. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, share us with your friends. Uh, like us on uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, write us a review on iTunes. Like us on iTunes. That helps out a lot. Yeah. I'm still honestly having Give an issue. Give us some love. I'm having like, an comment, issue. subscribe for Antonio to be renamed Tone Bone for the forever. Tone Boner. Bony Tony. Bony Tony. Bony Tony. That's not even funny. That's creepy. That's really creepy. That's funny, though. No, it's not. I like it. Yeah. So this has been episode 18. I'm your host, Will. I'm your other host, Danny. And I'm Tristan. All right, gang. See you next week. I'm your host, Antonio. I was going to great guys. I was going to let a lie. Go out. Go catch them all. Go... Go and help me get the scyther. Jesus Christ. I'm going to put my shoes on right now. Go to the very <laughs> best, guys. Later, guys. Later.